PFF NFL Daily. Today, discussing all things Week 15, our instant, somewhat instant reactions to Week 15, Sam. We'll go around the horn and uh, go through all of it. It's been a crazy week already because games have been moved. We got a couple on Monday. We have a couple on Tuesday. Uh, we had a Saturday game, so all sorts of fun. I'll let you start. Your uh, What's your first uh, immediate reaction to uh, Week 15? My first takeaway is that, you know, we thought it was all Urban Meyer. It turns out the Jags might just suck, um, you know, a lot. Ooh, the yeah. Jags, they're terrible. They, they jumped into the number one overall draft pick from number three after today or after yesterday's games, after Sunday's games. They gave up a kick return touchdown where about five different players were in the midst of tackling the guy only to all just fall off. It was like that Barry Sanders highlight against the Bears years ago where, you know, a pile of Chicago Bears jump on the guy and suddenly he spins out and he's just, they all bounce to the floor. The Jags are just awful right now. And sure, Urban Meyer was certainly part of the problem and did an awful lot of bad things. But, you know, don't expect this giant, you know, bounce back now that the, uh, the shackles have been taken off. Did I mean, did you expect everything to be completely different? Look, I, I joke about the you know the, the the new coach bump and all that stuff, but it it is really tough to undo everything that's happened this season. So yeah, it's going to be uh, an interesting off season in Jacksonville because they're going to have to start from scratch again, and they might have uh, yeah the first overall pick. Uh, my immediate takeaway is is about the uh, the analytics. Sam have been uh, at the forefront all weekend. Um, we'll have more on the PFF NFL podcast. We'll have more detail, I'd say, about the specific decisions in the games and all that stuff. But uh, we started with Thursday night football with the Chargers and Brandon Staley just going for it over and over and over again. Um, all of the decisions I think were right, uh, but they didn't all work out. The Chiefs even went for it. Patrick Mahomes bounces a pass. They went for it on fourth and one. But coming out of that game, the Chargers lost and theoretically left three or four field goals on the table. So people are saying, hey, Brandon Staley cost him the game. But then Saturday night, the Colts kept going for it on fourth and one. And they executed better, right? They kept going for it. QB sneaks with Carson Wentz. So uh, the the aggressive fourth down mentality kind of all over the place this week. And you've got the uh, the for and against folks. Uh, making their cases. And uh, it's been an interesting start because of all those decisions. Yeah, I mean, the thing that jumps out to me about all of that stuff is that we are seeing, it's not going anywhere, right? We are seeing this continual aggressive approach by teams, despite in a lot of instances, it not working out. Remember, we've seen a few times this season, a team go for two points at the end of the game to try and win the game and not get it, right? And that if you go back a few years, that would be the kind of thing that would set that whole kind of approach back years. They would get so destroyed and so ripped by everybody. And that's still happening, right? There's still a bunch of kind of old, old school type of dinosaur pundits that rip these decisions. But we're seeing a bunch of teams essentially screw up that opportunity, not take advantage of it, miss, and still come back for more. The Baltimore Ravens went for two at the end of the game against Green Bay to try and get the win not just tie it up. Um, as you said, that the Chargers are rolling through the good and the bad of those decisions. So I think the fact that teams are so um, determined to keep doing that, despite not necessarily catching the good side of the, the production yet, is really encouraging. And my big takeaway on some of this is, you know, the QB sneak is extremely valuable. Even Big Ben ran two QB sneaks. He hates the QB sneak. What if he had that? in his repertoire, his entire career. Uh, if you do it right, it's a cheat code. And, and that's why the Colts could probably feel a little better about their fourth and short decisions 
Whereas the Chargers, they weren't all fourth and one, but uh, the Chargers didn't always dial up the best plays, you know, all season, right? They've had a, some low percentage fourth and one. So I think that's kind of like this next step. There's the decision and then there's the play call and the execution when it comes to the analytics stuff. Uh, before we get into another takeaway, tis the season of giving and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL is giving you a Christmas present you won't want to re-gift. New customers can bet just $5 on any of the four NFL teams playing on Christmas and win 150 in free bets if they're victorious. Why not win some green and put some extra jingle in your pocket? If Sportsbook isn't yet available in your state, your Christmas can still be merry. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest, Football Contest, and DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings app now. Use promo code PFF. Bet just $5 on any team to win on Christmas Day and win $150 in free bets if they're victorious. That's promo code PFF this Christmas at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, and Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, any other big takeaways from you from this week 15? The AFC North is madness. Um, yeah. The Cincinnati Bengals get a win on the road in Denver. They jump to the top of that division. The Baltimore Ravens were that two-point conversion attempt at the end of the game away from getting the, the top spot in the division themselves. The Cleveland Browns playing on, where are they, Monday night now? Um, they can yeah. jump back to the top of the division. And the Pittsburgh Steelers run like half a game back at the dead last position it's nuts. in the division. The entire division is right on the cusp of the playoffs. They're right on the cusp of the first place in the division, and all of them could be the bottom team and not even making the postseason at this point. Yeah, and I think for various reasons. I really think every team came into the te- into the season. And, yeah, the Steelers have their strengths too, but the other three teams, you could see paths to them being really, really good. And then the Steelers, it's like, yeah, you know, Big Ben can do some stuff late in the game and Mike Tomlin, and, and they were going to beat each other up. And we kind of expected a competitive AFC North, but like you said, madness. Um, and now because Lamar Jackson's injury didn't help, though Tyler Huntley played great. Um, and one of my takeaways is coming out of that game. I mean, the, the Green Bay Packers, they're in they're in the, the driver's seat, you know, as far as the number one seed goes. And this may have been the the top shot for a team to knock them off uh, on the way here. So um, the Packers, they're in control for the number one seed. Uh, almost blew it against the Ravens, but we're looking at the Packers probably uh, you know in line to be that number one team once again for the stra- second straight year and after all the craziness in the AFC same thing with the Chiefs the Chiefs had the number one seed last year the Titans had a chance to reclaim it they lose to the Steelers and now the Chiefs control the number one seed uh, just like we had last year after this uh, season of parody and season of just you know crazy surprises yeah and everybody else is kind of screw- screwing around enough that Kansas City might just get their there is stuff in shape by the postseason. I'm still not 100% sure that that offense is fixed. It's all the way back. It's the same unit we saw from the last couple of years. But the game against the Chargers was as close as we've seen them at, to that kind of um, team for a while, maybe all season long. Like they, they just pitched it over and it was Mahomes, it was Travis Kelsey, it was Tyree Kill. And it was those three guys took over and won that game for them and put up a ton of points in the fourth quarter. Most that hasn't been happening so far this season. And again, you know, the Chargers, they didn't do what the Raiders did, but they didn't um, put them in the kind of situations that has caused them problems this season. But at some point, 
everybody might just be giving them enough, you know, uh, easy layups that they kind of get their groove back and they're no longer suffering the way they were against those kinds of defenses earlier in the season. Do you have any other takeaways? I got a big one. What you big got? One. The Arizona Cardinals regressing. Mm. Maybe they were just overrated this entire time. I wanted to give them credit. They deserved credit for much yeah. of the season. Uh, but uh, really bad loss to the Lions. Credit to Dan Campbell and the Lions continuing to play hard. But uh, the Cardinals regression that I was kind of expecting all along the way really started to hit these last two games, Monday night and then Sunday against the Lions. Really bad loss. Uh, again, with uh, playoff implications, 30-12, to 12, Lions beat the Cardinals here. Yeah, the, the Rams game was a tough um, matchup. And you can kind of say, look, the Rams are good enough that you can excuse that kind of loss for pretty much any team in the NFL. You know, the Buccaneers lost to the Rams earlier in the season, and that was one of their statement wins. But to not bounce back against Detroit the following week. And look, this was kind of a weird game. Like a, a lot of stuff went against Arizona in this game, and it just kept sort of slipping away from them every time they tried to get a foothold back. But ultimately... They're so much better than the Detroit Lions. They should have been able to, at some point, right the ship and, and claw back that deficit in the game and couldn't do it. So, yeah, I think that is a significant blow against their title credentials. And now we're talking, it's the Cardinals' first loss on the road. Yeah, they've been great on the road all year, but they're now in danger of not, they were a couple days ago, they were the number one seed as of, you know, going into Monday night's game. So just, you know, a week ago, now they're in danger of losing the top spot in the NFC West if the Rams can beat the Seahawks on Tuesday night. So a bit of a drop-off here for the Cardinals. Those are our, our quickest immediate takeaways on Week 15. Of course, the entire Week 15 review, we've got it for you in two hours or less. I lied, three hours or less. The PFF NFL Podcast, but this is the PFF NFL Daily.